What's up, everybody? Welcome back to my podcast, Sammy's Place. I am Sam A. Uh, a big thank you to everyone for the love of the first episode. I didn't know how to go about this podcast thing. I never had any intention on starting one, uh, but people have been asking for it, so I thought, eh, might as well give it a shot. And I figured getting personal and telling my stories and experiences might be a good start. Um, so yeah, this situation is pretty fucked up here. I, I didn't even get to say everything. There's a lot that I left out, so it does get worse, unfortunately. Um, but however, I'm certain there will be some kind of ending to this madness soon. Hopefully, anyways. Um, I will definitely keep you guys posted in the follow-up. Uh, so, I've had a few people ask me if this has caused any kind of like trauma or anxiety living in this bullshit. And surprisingly, yeah, it has. It's triggered some old issues, um, like PTSD and anxiety. Uh, shit I had dealt with throughout the years. I just know how to hide it well, but uh, that hasn't always been the case. I've lived with anxiety for some time now, and I've learned ways of coping with it and handling it better. I've experienced all kinds of anxieties. There was a time when anxiety ran my life and stopped me from living. I didn't go around anyone. I locked myself inside. It was bad. Um, I had my first anxiety attack when I was like 17, 18. I was at work, and it was during the Christmas rush. And, you know, Christmas is crazy times everywhere, no matter where you are. And it was out of nowhere, I got this feeling of like everything closing in and I couldn't breathe. So I went to the, to the washroom and tried to calm myself down. And, and this became a thing, like a regular thing. Um, I would begin getting attacks often and I was anxious daily. Uh, I became a hypochondriac. <laughs> the smallest chest pain would have me thinking I'm dying and I, I'm back in the hospital. It, it was stupid. And anyone who deals with it knows it's stupid. It's just, it's when you're going through it, it's scary as hell. Um, so it started to run my life um, and I wanted to get it under control. I saw my doctor about this and she suggested medication, the Ciprolex, which helps shit like anxiety and depression. Now, after taking Ciprolex, my anxiety got a hundred times worse. I felt like a fucking crackhead. If I could imagine what a crackhead felt like, that would be it. I was on edge 24-7. This was when I locked myself in my room, hid under my blankets, and I was just literally waiting for the shit to stop. And with each passing day, it got worse and worse. I stopped taking the medication within a few days because I just didn't like the way it made me feel. And the effects of it was it lasted a, a while, like a long time, too long if you ask me. I felt like I was losing my mind. It was, it was super scary. I... I was afraid, like so afraid, and I was so anxious, I stopped eating. For two weeks, I didn't eat. Uh, I tried, but I had no appetite. Um, I was on meal replacements. That bullshit, was it called? Insure. I don't know why. I didn't, I, I, for whatever reason, I was just afraid to eat. It could have been because I was just so anxious and on edge that I just had no appetite, but I literally just I couldn't eat. So I weighed myself one day and I saw 115, 115. I weighed 115 fucking pounds. I was 20 at the time and I normally weighed like 130, 125. So yeah, I lost that much weight in two weeks. And that number, 115, it, it hit me hard. Uh, I knew I had to do something like right away because it got this bad. It's so quick. If I didn't do something about it right then, I felt like it was just, it was gonna get out of control and I wouldn't be able to fix it. Uh, so I forced myself to eat. I started with a banana. 
it took me an entire day to eat a banana. I had no appetite whatsoever. Eating made me gag, uh, but I forced myself to eat. And because I didn't eat for two weeks, my stomach was so small. Within a few bites, I got full. Um, and when I couldn't eat anymore, I was like, okay, try again tomorrow. That became a goal for me for that time, was to eat every day. That's just how bad it was. It was such an awful place to be in mentally. I was so scared and I didn't know why. Meanwhile, okay, people who don't understand anxiety are telling, telling me just to get over it. The hell's wrong with you? You're crazy. Yeah, I really felt crazy. That was the fucking problem. And that's what was scary. I thought I'd never be the same again. Funny thing is, is later on, a few of those people ended up experiencing anxiety. Nothing major, just a bit of it though. And uh, once they discovered that's what it was, they reached out to me. They apologized, you know, for trying to dismiss it so easily. And now that they got the feel of it, they kind of feel, they understand it. Not to the extent that I experienced it, but uh, they, uh, they got a taste of it. So people need to be a little bit more mindful of anxious people. Often we really don't know why it's happening. It just does. It's not really easy to understand, even when you're going through it. Like, we don't understand it. So just be a little bit more patient with people like that, like me. Then I found this book. My mom had this book, and it was about living with anxiety, understanding it, and, like, managing it. And this book helped me so much with managing my anxiety. I wish I could remember the name of it, but um, it was basically saying the worst thing you can do with your anxiety is to baby it by locking yourself in. Uh, you're feeding the beast at that point, and that's exactly what I was doing. It pretty much said to push yourself. If you're afraid of going over a bridge, which my mom has that issue, a lot of people have this issue, this fear of like going outside, going over bridges, going into uh, movie theaters and shit like that. Um, the goal here is to try every day by taking at least one step further than you did the day before. Because by doing that, you'll eventually make your way over that bridge. You have to try. Uh, it'll be uncomfortable, but you can't sit in what's comfortable when dealing with anxiety. It also taught me some breathing exercises that have helped a lot of times. Uh, when feeling anxious or about to have an attack, try pressing your hand against your stomach, apply some pressure, Breathe in through your nose and out through your mouth. So in through your nose and out through your mouth. And you repeat, and you repeat, and you repeat until you feel somewhat better. Now what you wanna do is stretch out your breathing so that becomes your focus. And that'll usually calm you. It doesn't always work, but it has helped. I've had attacks where I got I'd get crippled. I couldn't breathe, even like all these pins and needles in my face, I'd, go, I'd get completely numb. Uh, it'd get pretty bad, but this breathing exercise helped greatly. And because I was a hypochondriac at this point, any little pain I would relate it to some bad habit I was doing, like, you know, smoking or drinking. So I took away those triggers. I stopped smoking, drinking. I cut out salt and sugar. It's pretty extreme, I know, but it was necessary and it worked. This way, when I feel some kind of pain inside, I had nothing to link it to that would cause some kind of panic. I was able to reassure myself, I'm healthy, I'm fine. And that got better within time. Uh, also, my skin cleared up pretty good. Got rid of some acne, crazy how that worked. It just shows you, sugar's not good for you. 
so my anxiety got better in ways, but not completely. It instead changed. I developed uh, PTSD from a certain from certain things I won't discuss. It's not drugs, don't worry. But once I was able to get away from that relationship, I spent a year locked in my basement recovering, which probably wasn't a good idea, but it, I wasn't in a good place anyway, so <laughs> I was very different from the anxiety I was already used to. Very, very different. Um, it came to a point where I felt I had to push myself again because I wasn't getting any better. I was definitely not taking men's again, that's for sure. Fuck that. So now it's 2014. This is where things start to improve. A lot. Uh, that summer, I focused on myself. Uh, I made a promise to myself um, on healing, on just building a relationship with me. One thing that I never had. Um, I told myself positive things instead of being so nasty to myself with my thoughts. I started running every morning, began Pilates, working out three times a day, really taking the time to just build a better me. I made it a goal to be outside every day, all day, just soaking up the sun. I got to know my neighbors. I spent every day with friends and family, dedicating myself to projects, music, dance, things I really love to do. Within, and within weeks, I saw a huge difference. It's crazy how fast that actually like, changed. I looked great, I felt great, uh, but my mind is what had the biggest change. It wasn't so busy in there. It wasn't so dark. So my thoughts were more relaxed. They were more positive. When doing new things, I'd normally get discouraged by the what ifs. What if this goes wrong and you know that bullshit. And that changed. I was more excited of the good things that could happen from trying. I started to like myself. I started to enjoy life again. And it felt great. I was drinking coffee three times a day. <laughs> I normally wouldn't live with anxiety and stay away from caffeine. But uh, I didn't feel anxious anymore, so I was able to. It got to a point where I just had enough and, and refused to allow this anxiety to control my life anymore. I had things I wanted to do in life, and I couldn't because of this bullshit. I figured if I'm going to be anxious 24-7, I might as well be anxious and get shit done because shit needed to get done. Um, I have dreams, I have goals. I was 24 at the time, so it was kicking in pretty hard. You know, life's passing by. Uh, and all I've dealt with for the past like seven, eight years was anxiety and fucking panic attacks. And also meditation is a great tool. I started that in 2018. And it's, it's another way of just gaining control of your body and mind. A nice way to have a break. It takes a few tries, but eventually you'll enjoy sitting there in the quiet. You'll appreciate the quiet. <laughs> uh, so we need these moments. Life gets so busy, we often forget about the relationship we need to have with ourselves. And that can create this chaos. So those times you're getting your haircut, or you're at the spa, working out, reading a book with a glass of wine, or you know, you get your nails done, whatever the fuck. That's your time. You're not aware of it, but you're giving yourself love in those moments. I have since experienced other kinds of anxiety. My father's passing created an anxiety I never felt. Uh, lots of pressure with that one. Uh, that one I'm still trying to manage. But yeah, now there's this psycho bitch upstairs, so it's awakened a whole different beast. But I still do my breathing exercises. I work out every day. Exercise is giving me the best results. Unfortunately, with the ongoing issue, it 
has me uneasy for sure. Um, it's very much a worry of things going really bad because of the behavior we see. Uh, it's it's heading. It seems like it's heading somewhere extreme. So we're constantly on edge about it. And after being in three fires in my lifetime so far, it's kind of leaning towards that worry of her possibly causing something that big. You know what I mean? So leaving home, I'm not comfortable. Being home, I'm not comfortable. I think though, once I'm away from this nutcase, that'll kind of ease up. Yeah, now I have more control on my thoughts and steering them into a safer place. Uh, every morning I wake up, I give thanks for another day, for the things that I have. Uh, I don't have much in the eyes of most, but to some, I have everything. The things that matter and that are important. I have a roof over my head, food in the fridge, amazing friends and family. These are the things that truly matter. I'm very much blessed. I've had a few challenges in life that just made me appreciate more of the, the many things we often take for granted. We don't even realize how much we take for granted of it until it's taken away from us. You know, like a healthy mind, our hearing, <laughs> and, and the mobility to do things. We never know what tomorrow brings, so I try my best to not waste a day by thinking badly or, or focusing on the negatives. Every day's a gift. It's an opportunity to, to do better, to be better. And sometimes you really need to take a step back and realize how far you've come in your journey. The battles you won, the shit that took you down and that you overcame. It's not easy. It took a lot, but you did it. Acknowledge that. Be proud of yourself because nobody knows exactly how heavy it is until it happens to them. There were so many days I thought like this was it. This was it. This is now my life. But something inside kept pushing me to not give up. So I hope that in some way, my story helps somebody see it's possible to live with anxiety and to take control again, even when it seems like it's impossible. When it gets really bad and it's at its worst, my advice is to never cave into what's torturing you, okay? Fight. Don't stop. Keep going and you'll see it through. And just remember, be kind to yourself. Be patient with yourself. Love and light, everyone. See you next week.